Hi, I'm Brian the Madden Book McNally, and I've always wanted a podcast. So here I am, finally doing it. This podcast isn't about anything in particular, but hey, I hope you enjoy. So, uh, Autumn, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something. I I made a Reddit post about this. I'll uh, link it in the comments. It's it's actually in two different places on uh, No Stupid Questions and uh, Atheism. Pray tell, what what could you possibly oppose it on those? Um, So uh, I saw this video uh, from Big Think, and it was presented by a speaker. Uh, Her name was, uh, let me find it here really quick, Uh, Chloe uh, Valdari. And so she was talking about stoicism, which is um, my favorite kind of philosophy. Uh, but there's one thing she mentioned in there that was just, it, this has always kind of got me the idea that if you pull out too much and you're thinking of the universe and, and realize like, oh, you know, the scale of it and think of yourself as insignificant, it'll make you feel depressed and it's not a good place to be in. And to me, I, the thing that I've always kind of wondered about that is so in one sense, I I do think it's there's a certain truth to it, but I just don't really buy that the um the the depression people feel from it is caused by the idea itself. Right. Yeah, that's it's not necessarily like because not everyone that thinks that way automatically gets depression. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. Um uh because so like the most notable example of this is hp lovecraft because he he wrote about how like when he learned that the universe is so much more vast that it made him feel insignificant and stuff like that but the thing about hp lovecraft aside from him being a massive racist (laughs) is uh um is that he was just generally speaking not a mentally well guy and i highly doubt any of it was rooted in his awareness of how large the universe is yeah um no he's just a very mentally unstable guy (laughs) that's about it yeah i have always liked um his his vision of gods though like because that's something i i once asked a friend of mine is like okay if i if i posit that your yahweh exists why shouldn't i believe that there's a greater cosmic entity that might just step on him and and that we're just going to go out in a blip. <laughs> like, no no big ceremony or anything like that. It was just that God and our universe was stepped on by an even greater entity. Because giant tentacle monsters are scary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I certainly like, uh, like that idea of, like, gods that are just so immensely powerful that they don't even notice us. That in some ways actually makes a lot more sense to me than uh, the idea of a God that cares and loves me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think there's a lot of fun ways we could d- dissect that last statement, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm not playing the Sims, right? But uh, the one time I did play, I didn't really care all that much about like the individual Sims. Um, well, I, well, when I, last time I played Sims, I was, uh, trying to base it more off of my life and seeing how horribly a riot could go. So I think that's why I was a little more invested. Uh, but anyways, though, kind of getting back to, uh, back to my point though. Yeah. 
So my perspective on it is that I feel like anyone who really gets depressed because they feel insignificant in in relation to the scale of the universe is just projecting a depression that they already had onto that idea. Yeah, because with a lot of uh, a lot of us that suffer from depression, it really is a lot of times just we notice something, and it's like, oh, we're already like in a really depressed state, anyways. So it's just something to latch onto and blame and just kind of like have it so that it's something that, you know, we can latch onto and say like, this is the cause because just human beings in general, we don't like not knowing why something is. We need answers. So if me being small and insignificant is causing me distress, I can say that that is why, you know, I'm depressed. Because, yeah, of course, like, I I have a crushing realization of the world. Yeah, and and so um, the other thing about it, too, though, that concerns me when when people talk about that and they say things like, like you know, thinking about things like that can make you feel insignificant and, you know, the slippery slope argument of it leading to depression and stuff like that (laughs) is that, number one, there's never been any, like, kind of clinical study that's looked into this it's literally all just anecdotal stories of people saying like well yeah i thought about the size of the universe for a little bit and it made me depressed and then it's either like some story about how it led them to suicide or that they just got over it which is actually the more common one that they just get over it (laughs) yeah most most people just get over it (laughs) yeah but so anyways, though, the reason why it concerns me talking about it as if though it's something that that could certainly or, or even just possibly be like the cause of leading someone to depression is that like, like I already said, I just don't really think it's the source. And to me, so we live in a country uh, being Americans where it's like already debated in some places whether or not we should be teaching evolution for no other reason than it just makes some people feel uncomfortable and it conflicts with their preferred narrative that we're all descended from two people that uh, that were originally immortal and that and then we inherit all their sin. Because the line between church and state is just getting erased. <laughs> yeah. Well, because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what it comes... Or like where the heart of my concern is, right? Is because so that kind of anti-science denial, from my perspective, is just an effort to control the narrative, to have larger control over the individuals, right? So it's like, you know, if you control that, like, you know, either or even just causing them to question, like making them think that like creationism is a legitimate alternative to evolution (laughs) is a... is in and of itself, I think, a kind of indoctrination. More because yeah. it kind of puts it on in the idea that it's a legitimate form of science. Right, right. Um, and so to me, I worry that if we spread stupid ideas that like uh, that thinking about the cosmos causes people depression, that it's going to cause like the GOP to be like, okay, well, we can't cheat, uh, we can't teach young kids astronomy anymore. Because it might, it might, uh, it might cause nihilism in them. <laughs> and I don't, I don't really think we're we're anywhere close to to hearing that. But it's more one of those things. Like I don't want us to also go down that road. I I can there there is that pessimistic part of me that really can't see it. That just hap- is going to happen one day. But I I really hope it doesn't. 
like I, I realize that this is a real cynical thing to say, but I really believe that if the GOP thought that they could get more votes by uh, um, by trying to sell people and trying to indoctrinate the kids with heliocentric theory, if they thought that was a winning political strategy, they'd go for it. I mean, it's I don't, like, and, I don't and think it's that far out of the equation to see. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, well, you know, it gives it gives us more. Because that's the other thing too. That's that's you know the thing that like obviously I'm not the first person to point it out, but like generally speaking, the narratives that the Republicans want us to follow always put us at the center of the universe, right? It's like they always either put America at the center or they put humans at the center, like with uh with religion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that, that's why I think as well, like the, the heliocentric debate is so fascinating to me as well as just this whole debate and argument just centered on the idea that we have to be at the, uh, at the very center of the universe to be the most important thing. Cause that's, that's another fascinating thing too. If you ever look into it is like the kind of slow, uh, slow realization that humanity has to have that we might not even be at the center of the universe. What? We're not? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing anything for then? So there are some people that, that use a really bad argument to say that we're at the center of the universe. Uh, particularly this one guy, uh, Robert Sanguinis, who is a hardcore heliocentrist. <laughs> for entirely religious purposes, I, I might add. Yeah. His entire argument is literally just founded on this idea that, well... The founders of the Catholic Church believed in a heliocentric universe. Therefore, we should also believe in a heliocentric universe. You know, because why would we have to accept any new information and, you know, just keep what makes me comfy? Yeah, and, and so his whole argument for why we're in the center of the universe, beyond just the Earth being the middle of the uni literal universe, like the reason he says... Our, our solar system is also in the middle of the universe. Is it? <laughs> um, is because when we look out, uh, out around us, it looks homologous, which is true, which yeah. would basically mean. But the thing I always go to, right, and I feel proud of myself because I came up with this analogy all on my own. Oh, <laughs> uh, do tell. Is that like, it'd be like if someone dropped you in the middle of the ocean and all you could see is ocean around you. And then you you make based on that assumption like oh that must mean I'm at the center of the ocean. It's like so, just because you can look all around you and everything looks the same doesn't mean you're in the center of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so why, so why should I assume, uh, assume from that that then if that we look out and because everything looks evenly distributed, it definitively means we're in the center. Because it makes me feel nice. It makes me feel special. It's all about me. Uh, but those were those were my weird thoughts on. Um, I don't know really what what the thought is on particularly. I guess the idea that any concept could. Well, I guess in general, here's what it really is: is I don't like the idea in general that ideas themselves or concepts rather can cause people depression or or in general negative emotions. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's, um, I'm a very bad, uh, psychology student because I can't remember, um, the, the term for it right now, but the fact is, is, um, there, there's a practice where it is up to you for how you feel. Mm -hmm. So you have to change 
how you think, how you behave if you want to get better. So if, you know, you're, if something's bothering you, then yeah, it is up to you to deal with it. And you can't really blame the actions of other people. You can't blame the, their thoughts and ideas and anything that you can think up of and put the blame on that and rather than, you know, take responsibility for yourself. So yeah, depression and anxiety and all of these, you know, mental health issues, they are a serious thing. But to say that one idea is what tipped you over the edge is a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and that, that actually as well is a, a uh, one of the concepts within Stoicism as well. The idea that you are the person that chooses how to emotionally feel about um, about the information that you process. Mm-hmm. Uh, which um, leads me to another question. Have you ever heard this joke that... Um, that like all of modern psychology is just a reiteration of Greek philosophy. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> I've heard of that. Which um, you would think I would be more engaged with Greek philosophy, but I was also real. I was a really bad philosophy student. <laughs> I took a few classes, and none of it really absorbed for me, aside from what I already believed in the first place. Yeah, well, I will say this. I think the mistake a lot of people make um, when. Uh, looking into uh greek philosophies especially since that was a lot of the place where where it started from is that they uh they don't look at greek mythology which is kind of like the even earlier roots of where then it leads into greek philosophy later right. but they're even within greek philosophy itself and freud has talked and and jung have talked a lot about this of course the the kind of psychological rootings of mythology and how it was kind of meant to benefit people right right but uh, so yeah, those are my thoughts though on whether or not any concept could lead people to depression or nihilism. <laughs> Hi, if you're listening to this, it means you haven't skipped over to another podcast yet. Since you're here, I might as well ask you to subscribe to your podcast player of choice and leave me a review on iTunes if you'd be so kind. My intro and outro has been Break Time by Roa. Check the link in the description to find more of their copyright-free content. This week's cover art is... Depressed Cthulhu overlaid on cosmic nihilism. Both generated in Night Cafe.